0: You're listening to the Tax Bits Podcast, where we provide bite-sized tax updates and news that impact you and your loved ones. As always, you can find show notes and resources for each episode at cartaxlaw.com. Now, here's your host, Jason Carr. Hello once again, and thanks for tuning in for this month's Tax Podcast. As always, if you know others who might benefit from listening, let them know they can find the podcast on their platform of choice, including Apple and Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. So in the last two episodes, we've talked about IRS installment agreements, what they are, how they work, and how to negotiate a lower monthly payment when money is tight. And now that you have a basic understanding of, of what they are, you're probably asking yourself, well, how do I set up an installment agreement with the IRS? And that's a good question. But let's first review why you need one, and then we'll delve into how you're going to go about getting it. Of course, the IRS would like to get its money, or rather your money, by April 15th every year, or even a little earlier if you can manage it. But if you can't swing it and you don't send in your return and payment on time, the IRS may ding you with penalties for failing to file a return, as well as for failing to pay taxes you owe by the deadline. In this type of situation, it's wise to remember what good old Abe Lincoln once said, Honesty is the best policy. You should heed that saying when it comes to dealing with the Internal Revenue Service. So if you're unable to pay the tax you owe by the original filing due date, it's best not to try to keep a low profile and hope that they'll forget. Trust me, they won't. The IRS has a long memory, and for every second you're late with the tax bill, the clock is running, and that clock is tallying up interest and late fees every month. Any balance you owe is subject to interest and a monthly late payment penalty. There's also a penalty for failure to file a tax return. So you should file timely even if you can't pay your full balance. And if you haven't got the funds, you should let the IRS know because there is some possible relief for you. One such option for relief is, of course, the IRS payment plan, which allows you to pay back the taxes you owe over time. Now, this payment plan is a formalized, meaning contractual, agreement with the IRS to pay the taxes you owe while providing a little breathing room when you're in. The IRS lets you pay over an extended period of time, typically 72 months. If you set up a plan, you can avoid severe collection act actions by the government, such as a tax lien or levy. Now, one point about the tax lien, if you owe over $25,000, um, they're going to go ahead and place a lien against you, uh, but it does prevent you from being levied, which means they can't take, come in and take money out of your bank account or, or you know something like that. Now, it's important to remember that a half percent penalty each month plus interest will accrue until you paid off your balance. So, that's a that is one downside to doing an installment agreement. Um, the whole time you're paying, you're you're paying extras for penalties and interest. And as you're paying on the payment plan, be aware that your future tax refunds will also be applied to your balance until you paid up what you owe. In other words, they're going to offset your tax refunds every year. Okay, so one option is a short-term payment plan from the IRS. That may work for you if you can't afford to pay off or if you can afford to pay off the balance in 180 days or less. Now the payback period was typically 120 days but it has been extended by 60 days during the pandemic. Don't know how long that's going to last but you know for this year take advantage of it if if you this is you know if you can handle paying this off in 180 days. Uh, if you owe less than $100,000 you can apply for a short-term plan online and of course if you owe more you'll you'll likely want to apply for a long-term plan and making you know m- monthly installments over a 72 month period like I mentioned. So let's talk briefly about who's eligible for the IRS payment plan. Uh, The IRS says that you'll qualify for an IRS installment agreement if you owe less than $10,000 and you and your spouse have done the following. You're not in bankruptcy. You filed your tax returns on time for the past five years. You consent to pay in full within three years, as well as you can't afford to pay the taxes you owe in full. Um, And what we're talking about here when I say the $10,000 is in qualifying is a streamlined uh, installment agreement. Sorry, I didn't. Um, specify that. Uh, but generally, you're going to need to, you're going to need to meet those conditions for any of the, the, the installment agreements we're talking about today. Now, the next logical question to ask is is, what if your tax bill is more than, you know, 10 grand, or you're going to need more than three years to pay your tax bill? In those situations, you may still qualify. Generally, those who less owe less than $50,000 and businesses that owe less than $25,000 can apply for a payment plan online provided you filed all your tax returns. You're still going to need to be uh, tax filing compliant uh, for at least six years. However, right now there is a bit of good news. Uh, You may be able to apply online if you owe even more. Uh, Because of the pandemic, the IRS has relaxed its rules to let some taxpayers who owe up to $250,000 apply online without submitting additional Uh, financial information if your proposed monthly payment is sufficient. The IRS says that an agreement can usually be set up in 10 minutes or so, uh, but if you're not eligible to set up a payment plan on the web, you can still apply by submitting form 9465 or by calling the IRS. Uh, Again, uh, I don't know how long the pandemic conditions are going to last, so if you owe up to $250,000, take advantage of being able to do it online so you don't have to pay someone like me to help you with it. Also, if your balance owed is $25,000 or higher, the IRS will require you to set up automatic payments by direct debit from your checking account, or at least they're going to prompt you to do that. The same rule applies to businesses that owe $10,000 or more. And as you probably already know, there's a charge to set up these payment plans. If you set the plan up to pay through automatic withdrawals, you'll have a $31 fee to set it up um, if you do it online. Uh, Otherwise, it's $107 to set it up by phone, mail, or in person. And as mentioned, you're still responsible for interest and penalties that accrue until you pay your balance in full. So keep that in mind. If you pay your installments with another form of payment, like a debit card or credit card, check or money order, the setup fee is going to be $149 for an online application and $225 for phone, mail, or in-person setup. But if you qualify for a short-term payment plan, like we talked about, the 180 days or 120 days after the pandemic, uh, there's no user fee. You should also know that the IRS does give uh, low-income taxpayers a little break on these fees. Um, if your income for the tax year is at or below 250% of the federal poverty level, uh, you should qualify for a fee waiver. And if you already have your plan, you know, a plan in place and you think you may qualify, you just need to submit a form um 13844 to the IRS within 30 days from the date um, of your installment agreement acceptance letter to request the IRS to re- reconsider your status. So uh, for low-income taxpayers, the user fee for the payment plan is typically reduced to $43, so to save you a little money. And even that may be waived or reimbursed if certain conditions are met. So consider an IRS payment plan if you owe the IRS and can't pay your bill in full uh, You know, after you file your taxes this year or you, know, you have something for prior years. Uh, it's a solid way of keeping the IRS off your back while handling your tax debt at the same time. So that's really all I have this month. Next month, I'm going to start delving into a couple of the f- more important forms that apply not only for the installment agreements, but also for the, uh, the offers and compromise, which I've talked about in previous episodes. So until next time, take care of yourselves. Thanks, everyone. If you enjoyed today's podcast... Please tell your friends and colleagues to visit cartaxlaw.com. Cartaxlaw.com. Thanks for listening and be sure to tune in next time for another edition of the Tax Bits Podcast.